Tuesdays for Hope with New Directions right now on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. It is 939 on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Welcome to your Tuesday morning. And you know what that means? Tuesdays for Hope with CEO Kathy Jenkins. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Liz. Hey, Nick. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Good, good, good. Do you have a New Directions update for us? Anything that we should know? Oh, my gosh. You know, we're always busy, Liz. Yes. It's, it's, it's kind of um, interesting that um, we are now on the other side of the big part of tourist season, mm. which always tends to be busier for us. But especially this year, as hot as it's been, our walk-in center was just crazy busy all summer. Um so um, we we have come to the other side of that now that it's a little bit cooler outside. Mm-hmm. We're still busy, but not totally overwhelmed. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, we are going to be getting cooler soon. Yes. And um, I'm just wondering, with the tourists now dissipating, all right, even though this is a really big shoulder season for us, do you see a drop-off on the homelessness numbers? Do some people tend to go back home after thinking, uh, hey, it was a great idea to come to Myrtle Beach, but I'm not really finding the work I was looking for, especially when all those jobs dry up? Well, I think it gets a little bit quieter for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that we see a drop-off in homelessness, but we see a drop-off in the number of people going home. We do find some people who, um, who... when when their their jobs slow way down, they discover that they're not going to make it. Maybe they didn't save enough money or maybe they didn't decide soon enough that they're not going to be able to make it through the winter months and, and then decide to go home. But our, our bus ticket program has just exploded. We are almost, this week, we will end our first quarter and we are definitely a fourth of the way through the funding mm. that we have available to us for long distance transportation. So, um, okay. So we're we're hoping that it slows down a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and it definitely will slow down a little bit in our walk-in center. Okay. All right. Well, you always bring such great guests. I mean, these are uh, a lot of organizations I've never heard of, uh, new things, and and sometimes they've been in existence for a long time. But here's one that's kind of new. Yes, only about two years new. Yeah. But um, from Partnership Grand Strand, Peggy Masterson, who's the director, is with us today. All right. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Liz and Kathy. Um, Happy to be here. So. Tell us a little bit about, you've been with uh, Partnership Grand Strand from the inception of it? No, I actually was hired um, at the beginning of 23. Okay. So um, I was not involved in the initial setup um, of the foundation. Okay. But I got the luxury of coming in um, with a nice, healthy budget and uh, an opportunity to begin to hire staff and get some of the work underway. All right. So why was the Partnership Grand Strand Foundation founded? Great question. And the simple answer is, is what's unique about us is that we were actually formed or initiated by other business owners here in the Grand Strand community. So a lot of the key um, business owners came together and identified the four key areas that we feel like we have to really focus on to continue to prosper here mm-hmm. in the Grand Strand. Um, and we'll talk more about those four, but those folks actually stepped up 
and um, have contributed all of the funding to support the programs that we are building and beginning to implement here in the area. So what? who are these um, employers, potential employers? Well, we have a real great um, diverse board, and um, we have 85 investors across the Grand Strand, and they come from hospitality, as you might expect. But we also have folks from the education community, from um, CCU, HGTC, um, and we've got a lot of other um, just key players in the marketplace um, that have they're in a position um, where they really want to uh, care about the longevity of the Grand Strand mm-hmm. and recognize that some of the work in these pillars that we talk about, which is workforce and um, entrepreneurship and so forth, they really need time, energy, and focus that um, no one's really had a, a great opportunity just solely to focus on those things and this team believed that that had to be done in order to continue to fuel our growth. So what is it that you do? I mean, are you like a recruitment arm for these investors? No. Um, The interesting thing about Partnership Grand Strand is we actually were formed after a third party did a great deal of data diving or research into the community to really understand what the issues are, which is what drove our four pillars of focus. But what we do is um, we are actually an organization that is focusing in and operating in the background, if you will. So as you mentioned earlier, there's a lot of folks in this area that are doing things to fuel the prosperity of the Grand Strand. And we are not intended in any way, shape, or form to do what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, We are in the background in a supporting role. Um, We are working with them to understand their issues, their opportunities, and then we go back and build some infrastructure and some programming that can help support what it is they want to do. So can you give me an example? Sure. So we actually have a program that's um, actually taking place this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is one of the things that we've identified is that there was an opportunity to link employers in the workplace to the talent in our education system, um, it, whether it's high school, college, what, whatever. Um, what we found is that employers didn't really understand how to connect mm-hmm. and how to find that talent. So one of the things that we're implementing this this week is what we call a workforce forum. And we have pulled together the um the leaders from um, Coastal, um, from CCU, from HGTC, and from the Horry County Schools. And um, we are going to have them talk to our employers that have um, expressed an interest in attending, mainly HR professionals. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to talk to them about how do you connect with our school? How do you reach the talent within our school? Uh, when's an appropriate time to contact us and then open it up for question and answers. So um, we have presentations from those folks from the education arm, and then we'll have a question and answer panel for the employers to ask any questions. We want to try to create a pipeline where these folks are communicating with one another. Mm -hmm. So that's a good example of doing something in the background that we know needs to happen and will sustain itself if we do it right over the long haul. So do you directly deal with potential employees at all, or you're just setting up the pathways to them? We are setting up the pathways. Mm -hmm. Um, We're doing a lot of work um, behind the scenes, again, in executing and implementing internships, apprenticeships, 
um, on our website, we're going to have a single source of information for all of the Grand Strand for anybody that wants to have, uh, that is searching for an internship or an apprenticeship. Um, We do not serve as a placement agency, but there are occasions um, where some of our investors and so forth are looking for a unique individual because of the connections that we've made. We've been able to help in that regard to say, well, you know what, you might want to reach out to so-and-so at you know, CCU and see if they have a candidate for you in their engineering department or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at your website, which is partnershipgrandstrand.com. It says to accelerate the economic prosperity and enhance the quality of life for all businesses and residents across the Grand Strand. You identified four key pillars, which you alluded to and 11 initiatives to achieve that one goal. I just mentioned, what are these four pillars and 11 initiatives? Wow, thank you for that. So the the four pillars are probably the most important piece of what we do. And again, they were they were driven by data from individuals that were interviewed across the Grand Strand. So workforce is probably the one that we um, have spent the most time on in the few months that we've been operational because we really got a full staff of people um, in July of this year. Mm-hmm. But in workforce, um, we're doing the kind of things that I mentioned in terms of that workforce forum, the apprenticeships and so forth. Um, so those are examples of initiatives under the workforce umbrella. Um, We're also doing things like focus groups to try to understand why young professionals tend to be leaving this area. Um, and we want to peel that back and understand what no, we it's need. Mostly because of pay. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, that's part of the uh, data know, that we're yeah. that we're dri- driving. And then our role is not to necessarily fix that, but to take that data, compile it in a meaningful fashion, and mm-hmm. then share it um, with the individuals that need to know it and mm-hmm. that can um, have the the power, if you will, to be able to make those changes. So. That's an example of, of some workforce and some of our initiatives in the in the area of um, entrepreneurship and small business, which is our prosperity pillar. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing a lot of work here to create an environment where startup businesses can feel welcomed, feel supported, um, where starting a business is um, a little easier uh, than maybe it's been in the past. So we're creating, we're doing a lot of work with Emerge um, in the downtown um Broadway area, and they're primarily focused on tech entrepreneurs and cultivating this tech business. So we're doing a lot of partnership work with them. Um, They execute the program. We're partnering in the background. So that is kind of um, partnership grand strands mantra in that um, we're very clear about the fact that we don't want to interfere with anything these folks are already doing as it relates to economic development or diversification or tech growth, we want to be fueling it in the background. Um, and then in the area of infrastructure um, and transportation, the other piece of what we do is in addition to convening and working in the background, we're also doing a lot of education work. So we're meeting with key constituents, particularly in the area of say transportation to understand what are their issues or concerns? What are their barriers? Um, so that we can be that voice of fact-based knowledge, I guess would be the way I would mm-hmm. describe it. There's um, several blog posts that we have put on our website for folks to learn about. We're explaining things like 
um, ride for and transportation tax. And we're explaining it in a very objective fashion because we just want people to be informed because we believe that these these topics, especially as it relates to um, infrastructure, are so complex in many ways. We're just trying to drill it down to a way that it can be easily understood so folks can ask the questions they want or they can make their own decisions about um, you know, what they want to do. And then the last pillar that we have is place. So I'm sure you've heard of the um, Myrtle Beach Downtown Alliance. Mm -hmm. Amazing organization, um, building great strategic plans for the next 20 years. Our role with them is not to interfere with what they do, but to be a supporting role for them. Um, a portion of our funding that comes from our private investors does go to, part, or to um, the Downtown Alliance. And one of the first things that we're going to see that we're really excited about is a Broadway revitalization project. So they're going to be doing some landscaping and some sidewalk work and putting um, some um, additional trees down there and trash cans. It's just benches, that type of thing. So I think that's going to be one of the first kind of glimmers of hope that we're going to tangibly see. Um, and that's the beginning of what's going to be an amazing downtown area in the, in the future. Well, I mean, when you do the beautification projects, it attracts more people. And when you get more people, it kind of pushes out the negative element, you know, whatever that may be, when there's a lot more population, because they've always been talking about this live, work, play concept like they have in the Market Common, kind, uh, bringing that to that Broadway uh, area, that Broadway Street area. And, you know, when you have desolate areas, things start to brew and fester. Mm -hmm. um, I've been uh, I've made a couple of wrong turns walking from the boardwalk a few times where I saw some, you know, people with backpacks and bicycles. Uh, and I was like, oh, OK, wait a minute, I'm in the wrong spot. And literally just a block away from Plyler, you know, park there. And uh, you make one little wrong turn, you know, you can't have these desolate areas in a city. You don't feel comfortable. You don't feel comfortable. So like you said, lighting and benches and, and making it more inviting and comfortable. And perception is everything, as we all know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when things are well lit and neat, people tend to feel safer. Absolutely. And like I say, it is the beginning of a very long-term strategic plan mm -hmm. that has been kind of built um, certainly under the leadership of the um, Downtown Alliance, but also in partnership with the city. Now, so. on, on the website here, it says uh, this partnership, Grand Strand, is a nonprofit foundation, and there's a five-year strategic initiative. Is What is the end game of this five-year strategic initiative? Well, that's a great question. Um, it did start out as a five-year initiative. And our feeling at this moment in time is that there's so much work yet to be done that it will probably be an ongoing. Our plan is it to be an ongoing mm -hmm. um, a set of initiatives. The, the reason it came out with a five-year plan is that when our um, experts, if you will, the third party that came in and gave us the direction to actually build the foundation and some of the structure, they said, start out with five years, focus on these four pillars, and it will continue to evolve. It will continue to um, almost take on a life of its own as you continue to move. So we see this as a starting point with these four pillars. Mm -hmm. And as we continue to progress, we may see these shift. We may see these expand. Um, but we feel like for five years right now, the, the end game is to be able to develop, I think, 
success for me as the director would be to look back even in two years, um, and we're, what, eight months in, and, and see some of these programs that we're building right now um, be sustained and continue to run um, long after I'm gone and mm-hmm. long after our team has moved, you know, if individuals have moved to different roles and so forth, because this is the kind of um, weaving, if you will, that needs to happen, I think, to be able to build the infrastructure that's going to continue to fuel our growth. So to have two or three of these projects, Liz, that that we have built so far, to see them continue to improve, get more refined, and take on a life of their own, I think would be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then we expect it to be, you know, a project that will continue for many, many years. You know, um, rewind 10 years, Kathy, you probably see yourself as the director of New Directions, as that was a newly um, kind of minted uh, comprehensive approach to addressing homelessness and how you've evolved over 10 years. Right. Um, in a lot of ways that we did not expect. But but I have to say, when you talk about the five-year mark, we, we used to say in the beginning, when we have been in existence for five years, it, the, the scale is going to go mm-hmm. in, the, in the positive direction. And we truly did see that. We truly did see some of the taking a, a life on a life of its own. Um, so, um, so I certainly understand that that five year mm-hmm. goal, the five year plan. Um, we we saw a significant difference in the community and the way we were perceived. Um, we had a lot of struggles in the very beginning. People not really understanding what we mm-hmm. were trying to do. Yeah. We lost support. We had to gain the support back. We had to build the respect. We had to build the the pipeline, if you will, of where's the money going to come from. Yeah. So, um, so you're probably going to go through a lot of that. Peggy. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> it is not easy to, yeah, starting part- a new organization, believe me. Partnership Grand Strand, you can go to partnershipgrandstrand.com. Peggy Masterson, the director, the new director, thank you so much for joining us and explaining to us uh, what this organization is. I'm interested to see what comes from it. I mean, I know you're kind of fairly new, so, um, you know, best of luck. Well, I hope you. you achieve great success because we need success in the city of Myrtle Beach. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate it. Thank you, Liz. And we'll be back here tomorrow. You'll be alone, Nikki. I'm yep. going on a field trip. <laughs> you're going. You're on assignment. <laughs> I'm on assignment. <laughs> Maybe I'll call in. All right, All good. Right. Thank All you. Right. Thanks for listening to the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers.